Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, podcast peeps, and I uh, hope you're uh, basking in the sunshine like I should be if I wasn't sat in a dark room uh, recording podcasts. But yeah, uh, welcome to summer 2019, and it's the A to Z of festivals with Rob DeBank. Uh, this week, now, uh, no disrespect to young Sophie, but I'm not sure you'll have heard of her. I'm not sure you'll have heard of her festival but uh, she runs True Fields, T-R-E-W, because that is her surname, Sophie True. Um, and I met Sophie a few years back um, on a sailing boat, bizarrely, uh, where she was on a uh, Ella MacArthur Cancer Trust trip, which is basically the uh, world-famous yachtswoman Ella MacArthur set up a, a uh, trust to help young people recovering from cancer, to give them confidence back, to get them out on the water, to get them kind of gelling with other people that had been through similarly well at times you know well a lot of it was horrific and horrible and um you know this was a way of hoping to kind of make them feel make these young people feel um more confident and um slightly better about what they'd been through and I, I've seen that up close to being an ambassador for that charity so yes with my charitable hat on then um I salute the work that um they do um you know what what happened after that is that Sophie came to our festival uh, festival and decided to set up her own festival par- partially from from that and partially from her own great brain so um yeah she set up true fields which is the uk's first holistic health and cancer awareness festival uh, it all happens um 5th to the 7th of july this year um there's everything from music and play to talks workshops um loads of world renowned health professionals um researchers obviously lots of people um they're living with and beyond cancer as well um and so yeah don't be put off you know embrace this and hopefully you enjoy it and um yeah look forward to hearing your feedback and without further ado please step up to the mic sophie true
So welcome back. It's the Aid Set of Festivals with Rob DeBank. Uh, this week, a bit of a different tack uh, as we delve into a festival with a real story and definitely different to your sort of common and garden festivals, which maybe sometimes all get lumped in with, you know, music and beer and fun and games. And th- this festival is is truly, truly unique and, um, you know, a good global perspective on it too. So this week we are joined by the one, the only, Sophie True. How are you doing? Hey, yeah, great. Excited to be here. Great. So, Sophie, I'm, you know, no disrespect, but possibly quite a few of the listeners won't know your name. Totally. And they won't know the the name of your festival, True <laughs> Fields. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think we want to spend the next, um, well, the, the, the length of the podcast exploring exactly what that is. And, you know, like I said, it's a festival with a difference. So, me, me and you first met on a on a boat. Yeah, right? exactly. So, it's funny to be here. It was like four years ago on a boat, wasn't it? Yeah, so tell us about how we uh, how we met. <laughs> I had a little less hair, and it was the uh, Ellen MacArthur cancer trip, cancer sailing for cancer. I think it's they basically do a fantastic job running these confidence boat trips to help people after treatment and during treatment to really get their confidence back by being out at sea. The uh, jelly leg vibes, and I met you on the boat, and I remember just harassing you throughout the day when you thought you were probably kicking back and enjoying some sunshine. I was like, <laughs> Rob, I really want to go into festivals, and I kind of seized that moment of, for ages, I wanted to put on a festival, and I didn't really know what angle I wanted to go down. And uh, yeah, losing my hair in a nutshell was one of the was the kind of thing that gave me that niche and that purpose of what to do it on. Okay. Yeah. So you're, um, you're a patron, though, aren't you? Of- that's right. Yeah. So for 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 um, transparency, I'm an ambassador for the for the um, Ellen MacArthur Cancer Trust, which I have been for for a number of years. And as Sophie says, you know, they do incredible work all around the UK, um, getting young people sailing, which sounds like a weird thing, doesn't it? And even mm. now, Ellen sort of can't quite put her finger on it. I saw her a few weeks ago, and she was like. I don't know what what it does, but as soon as these young people step onto a boat, get into a team with these all these people, many of whom have never been on a boat, some mm. of, many of whom have never sailed, and suddenly there's this camaraderie and this whole sort of spirit that comes out of it. And so, yeah, we met on one of those one of those trips where I was not sunbathing; I was doing my, <laughs> my job as ambassador and um, and loving talking to probably you know some of the most inspirational young people around so I mean mm. the, the reason this taps into festivals is you then ended up um, coming to one of our festivals and doing some kind of work experience with us and, yeah. and hanging out at the festival and I mean yeah you tell the story how that maybe had a bit of a kickstart into your own yeah 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 a bit of a catapult into it I think it's that thing that actually I I guess it's for you or kind of some people struggle with it but seeing the backstage mayhem I just loved it (laughs) and it was exciting and I just thought the kind of all of the puzzle bits of how you put an event together it just really inspired me and I think hanging out around the pool and just realizing the kind of power that festival has to bring people together and also outside of their outside world it's kind of sparks that community creativity and imagination and I, yeah it was just from that point I was like I've got to do a festival I've got to do it yeah and and so you launched um your own festival yeah so Was launched that three years ago? launched that two years ago we're going into season three in July so we're building up to it now exciting you're making yeah. millions of pounds and this is all, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean let's just, just never just re- with that intention no no then. sure I mean just rewinding briefly so the reason you were on the boat, you you were obviously recovering from cancer or you were yeah. in recovery? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was, I think I'd just recently finished chemo. So I ended up having six months of chemo. 
and was diagnosed with blood cancer when I was 23. So I kind of went through all of that whirlwind. And at that point, I remember sitting down with my doctor quite early, early into the diagnosis. And I just looked at him and I said, is there anything that I can do to help myself? And he was like, no, nothing you can do. Cancer's a lottery. No reason why you got it. Keep doing what you're doing. And at that point, I was just like, wow, I feel really disempowered by that information. I was like, I want to do everything I can. Background originally, I just like graduated in journalism. So I was kind of like, right, I want to look at what I'm eating, how I'm moving, all of this stuff. And as I started to research, I was like, shit, there is a lot we need to be talking about. And found out that 90 to 95% of cancer cases are to do with our lifestyle and our environment. And I was like, wow, let's, like diving into it, met so many incredible people and wanted to bring them together in a, in a place that was kind of celebratory because let's face it, if you say cancer festival to someone, they'll think it's, you know, why would I go to that? It's such a taboo concept. Yeah. And it's kind of like breaking that taboo down of illness and showing that the more we speak about it and if you're living, you're still, you know, we can still have fun with it and we can still be creative and enjoy ourselves. But it's kind of doing that in a festival environment, which is quite a bizarre concept. But we talk about taboos like medicinal cannabis, medicinal mushrooms, a lot of the things that people might otherwise not really explore behind closed Sounds doors. Sounds like fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, you, you, you were saying before we um, started recording, you know, it's a very taboo subject. And it, like you say, as soon as you kind of utter the big c word yeah. then people are like oh god you know festivals are all about fun and you know letting yourself go and how you know don't don't bring it down with the with the cancer <laughs> yeah. word but i mean your it was conceived true fields as, as the uk's first cancer awareness festival is that right yeah, yeah it's the world's first and actually we've kind of been playing with this because cancer awareness doesn't really sound like a very funky kind of title to it <laughs> But it's a combination of health, well-being, uh, mind-body connection, and then we talk about that stuff. So in the day, it's kind of basically like an educational party. So we kind of have those topics in the day, and at night, everyone dances and lets loose. And we've got the, um, there's an on-site brewery on site, so they're kind of making their own beers on the farm, and okay. probiotic cocktail bars, so a lot of gut-boosting cocktails. So you so you don't ban um, people from doing naughty things um, or you know drinking. Nothing, nothing's and, banned. Yeah. I think it's that kind of freedom of choice. But also for me, like particularly in recovery, I was just like, how can I do everything in a bit more of a conscious way? So how can I ensure that I can do this for longer and for better, and like, set up for a life ahead of longevity and health and wellness? So it's kind of about that. It's really for anyone interested in health and well-being to feel good and yeah. Yeah, and how old are you now? Life. Now I'm 28. Okay. It's very annoying that you've done all this by the age of 28. I didn't even start <laughs> festivals till I was 30. Did you not? <laughs> no, ah. no. That's where I went wrong. Yeah, but you had the port, Rob. You had all of these great things. <laughs> okay. So I've actually been down, down the road. Did you see the pink boat this week? I, I didn't, but I'm playing on the Extinction Rebellion um, stage tonight. So Wicked. I'll have to stick I, I around. That'd be cool. Boat, but, um, there isn't. The people a, are the boat now. Stage. Yeah, the people of the boat. Um, so just rewinding, um, you know, so yeah, you, you, you managed to get through your cancer into recovery and mm. you, you you went sailing with me, but you went, you came to, you loved festivals, you went to, um, you went to festival and stuff and, and you, out of this, you kind of thought, right, I can do this and I want to have a message to that. So how did you actually go about kind of making that dream a reality? Yeah, the nuts and bolts. Yeah. So I... I think it's that thing that we can procrastinate for quite a while on an idea, can't we? And it was kind of brewing a little bit. And one of my closest friends that I met through cancer was quite ill. And I wanted her to be at the event. So I was like, I've got to do it in time for her to be there because she was kind of late stage. 
And I remember speaking to a friend in December 20, around, yeah, 2017, January 2017, around that time. And he just, we were talking in the pub after a pint and uh, he was just like, you know what, you can do it on my farm. So that kind of moment was when everything clicked into place. And he's co-founder, he's Will, and he has a theatre background. So he has the kind of nuts and bolts of how to put on an event. To be honest, that side, I really had no idea. I just knew that I wanted to inspire people and show people that there's a lot more we can do and also bring my kind of vision was I want to leave the cancer health space better than I found it because it was it can be it can be heavy and it's kind of like actually when we know that there's more we can do there's a lot more hope yeah so Will came with that event side and I kind of brought together the people that had inspired me along the way and and then it came to that point of some of the speakers being like so few people aren't psychic you need to let people know about the (laughs) event so then promotion comes on but Probably as you found, it's very much been a bit of a DIY, how the hell do we get this going thing? And it's just a step-by-step learning process. And as much as I'm kind of the why and the catalyst for getting it going, the how has been a very much a team effort with lots of friends, family, all kind of mucking in and being legends along the way. So, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I remember very well, you know, leading up to our first festival and the, the sort of, um, well, actually, I was fairly fairly relaxed and probably a bit naive <laughs> and just thought, yeah, it's all going to be fine. But, I mean, at the same time, it's nerve-wracking and there's, you know, financial stuff and tickets yeah. and this and that. And so was it a smooth kind of ride in or was it... Um, a nightmare or did you, you know kind of, what? Did it all just feel... come together in a beautiful daydream <laughs> all just flowed I'd love to the first year it actually kind of did we've been really you know that kind of classic particularly British mentality where people go so what are you going to do if it rains and I just said hands down I was like it's not going to rain next question it's not that's not happening <laughs> so again probably very naive and then I kind of had that point. I thought after the first one, I was like, if I knew what I knew now, would I do it again? Because <laughs> you do have that, don't you? And then just knowing, a few people came and they just said that was life-changing for us. And we had we had someone who spent their final weekend of their life with us last year and she just said I couldn't have been in a better place. Well, her, her children said she couldn't have been in a better place for that. And there wow. was just such a kind of a movement of everyone comes to their own healing. And I think it's keeping your eye on that why, isn't it? It's kind of forget the nuts and bolts, which actually now in the countdown, I'm like, oh, no, the sleepless nights kick in and yeah. stuff. And and I'm, I, sure, I'm and sure it's it, impossible to tell, but, but um, you know, what kind of percentage of people are coming that are either, you know, cancer patients mm. or recovering from cancer? And what, what percentage of people are just coming because they, they love what you, you're putting on? So there is quite a combination. There's people who come with their families who have been ill and affected. And it's kind of like that thing that illness affects the whole family. It's not just one person. Mm. So it's quite, it's nice to have everyone coming like that and learning together and enjoying it. And then there's people who are just interested in health and well-being. Um, and then there's professionals as well. Because we have, uh, this year we've got around 70 speakers. So we've got international doctors, nutritionists, meditation teachers, yoga teachers, all of that uh, goodness that we can do to support ourselves so they're all coming so you've got professionals those interested and then yeah patients themselves yeah so it's a real mixed bag and do, totally. do you have to have you know kind of special um facilities on site and you know do you have to go kind of up above and beyond on on that level definitely needs to clean the toilets more i think that was our feedback <laughs> <laughs> it was the most hot day last last summer it was boiling so that festival was really really hot we had people saying can you get some air next time right okay <laughs> 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Rob DeBank's A to Z of Festivals. Subscribe now and please remember to rate. So, te- I mean, I, you know, I've, I've not been there. I'd love, love to come one day, but sort of... Rob, you're pa- DJing, remember? There you go. <laughs> Paint a picture of, of, of what it what it looks like. Um, you know, it's, it's just outside. It's in Dunsfold in Surrey. Yeah. So, so it's near Guildford. Near to Guildford, on a farm. Uh, so there's the on-site brewery, there's a lake, and then there's a really beautiful kind of camping area spot. And so is the on-site brewery already there? Yeah. Oh, so it's, it's an imagine actual brewery. It, imagine if we built it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking that's a great, uh, great calling card for your no, festival. No, 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 no. That would be wicked. But it's already there. So it's, it's a working Will's, brewery. That's... It's Will's Brothers. Okay. So that's, yeah. Let's give, his, let's give his beer a shout out. Yeah, Crafty Brewing Company. Crafty Brewing Company. Yeah, I'm, great beer. I'm not drinking currently. But you know, as soon as I start again, if I do, <laughs> then I'd... I'd you come get we'll a come get a bottle of that. Yeah. So and and we're very much we kind of have organic wines, natural wines, that kind of thing. So again, it's a bit more of a conscious food vibe. Again, plant based food, juices, smoothies, and then we've got uh, woodland workshops. So everything from tai chi, qigong, breath work, um, and then there's the talk stage. So that's where we have the panels and the talks. And then the music area as well. So the music kind of kicks off at night time. Yeah. So I, I'm, I imagine, I mean, I get, and fellow festival promoters get a kind of buzz from seeing people loving loving your festival. You must just get this unbelievable sort of, every corner you turn around, you must see some unbelievable scene of someone living mm. something or experiencing something that they're they might never get to do again. Yeah, there's a lot of magic in it. I think there's also that magic that a lot of people kind of have connected online or in different circles and then they come together. So it's really that like 3D version of just being together and that that power of that and the connection that we have when we're in person is huge. Yeah. And what, and what is the... Um, so you've got the holistic health space, you've got the, the live music stage. So, yeah. 
So you, you kind of separate the things, you know, if you if you want to go and find out about the Wim Hof method or, mm. or do some meditation, you can kind of do that. But the rest of the festival, you could be walking around any, any festival. It, it feels like a, a regular kind of festival. Yeah. So you might see, so there's going to be, it's a bit like there is a, a healing area. So you've got massages and different kind of healing therapies. So, and, and the big thing is, is actually it's kind of changing the face of illness because you wouldn't know who was ill there. And that's the big thing. I think we've kind of... Cancer for a long time, as we said, has had this kind of heavy stigma around it. And I think when we really talk about all the options that we have, it can bring people a lot of inspiration and really uplift them as well. And I think it's that time as well where people come together and they forget about whatever's going on in their lives outside of that space. Which is definitely what festivals are all about, mm, isn't it? But exactly. Particularly, I think you're, you are nailing it for a lot of people that might not go to a festival otherwise. Yeah. I suppose that's also the totally. case that... You, you, you know they know they're going to be feel part of um, what you're doing mm. so what's your we were talking a bit before when you first got here about your your sort of global plans with this what, what what's the next step from that you know from Guildford to the to the world yeah, exactly it's it is that classic thing that uh, you can get very caught up on the production side can't you in a small team but longer term I think um, bigger picture wise, it's definitely to create more content as well. So it's to have this a little bit like a kind of platform that people can access all the talks and all the panels and everything. Because I think when you get a diagnosis, it's like, where the hell do I go? Or where do I go for prevention and this kind of advice? And our vision is to kind of bridge that gap. Because I remember you got on one side, you've got the conventional side, and then you've got the more kind of holistic alternative side in health. And people say, don't do this side, don't do this side. And I'm like, let's bring them together because we've got a lot we can learn from each other. So we want to have that as a platform. So content-wise, we want to be filming a lot more this year. Getting a lot more stories because there's so many inspiring people Mm. with amazing stories. And I think when you see someone else who's been through something and they're similar to you, you think, actually, I can do this. Because we have people, we have stage four thrivers who have been given pretty short time to live. And they're sharing everything they can do to really be thriving and living well, whatever that means to them. So that's powerful. So Stage four thrivers. Yeah. So what, what is so, that? So people with late stage diagnosis yeah. who have been given kind of a short time to live and they're then sharing what they're doing to actually be here. Do you know, I think we had a moment last year in the festival where I said, who here has outlived their expiry date? which I also don't believe we should ever be given an expiry date. Wow, Um, you're braver than me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I suppose having been through what you've been through, you can can say that. Well, again, we never know the context, do we? Because we don't know until we're there. We don't know how we're going to react or act. Um, And yeah, and then I did that. And I think there was like 200 hands went up around the festival for people who'd outlived their expiry dates. So that was powerful. And to me, it's like that thing, there's a saying, believe the diagnosis because you can do something about it, but don't believe the prognosis because there's a lot you can do. And uh, hopefully with this movement, it's showing people, actually, let's come together and let's try and change that, change the face of it. But to answer your question, (laughs) went off on an old ramble. So more content. And I think I would love to do it in another location. Yeah. In another spot or hand it over to other people to be able to do that and just really spread it that we can kind of have a movement of uh, entertainment, but also education and spread the word in that way. So if there's any wealthy landowners in anywhere nice, hot and sunny like Mexico, <laughs> Los Angeles, yes, to Mexico. New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, after my treatment, I actually travelled around to different places in the world. So I was like, why in the UK we have some of the worst survival rates in Europe? I, I, yeah, I picked that out of your um, yeah. of, of the biog and I, I, that, that shocked me. I, I thought, 
you know, how can that be? Yeah, well, what, I think we have a kind of mentality that we hand over our health to a doctor Yeah. quite often. And it's kind of realising that we can take an active role in it. And also a lot of people, and I did this originally, you go to the doctor and you don't ask the questions that you want to ask for fear of kind of being a bit of a pain or taking up more time. Yeah. So are you kind of saying that in a way it's us that need to be more... Combination. Combination. Because doctors also, there's some incredible people doing stuff in the space. There's a lot of kind of lifestyle education coming through but doctors also say that they're not really educated on nutrition or stress or anything that really is presenting itself as like the some of the triggers for disease at the moment mm. um so wow. but but that and then i travel around to clinics in mexico and across the world and they're just doing <coughs> yeah incredible things so i kind of want to get all of these people around the world to really share what they're doing on a platform yeah well i mean you're already changing it and hopefully that will that that will carry on so just back to the boring kind of because this is about festivals um the nuts (laughs) and bolts of um you know what have you learned in terms of um away from the message that you're you're sharing um you know what in terms of running a festival what 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 are the big things that you've learned um Mm. good good or bad i think it's that really i've really learned about the key for delegating with the team as well and making everyone feel empowered in their roles and ensuring people feel good about what they're doing. That's kind of a key. We had a bit of an oversight. We were doing our kind of volunteer briefing the morning of the festival last year where everyone's running around. And it's, yeah, that needs to be ahead of the game so people actually know what they're doing. Yeah. Again, food. Having enough food for the crew, really key. Because you don't want hungry, uh, no. hungry volunteers. Toilets is always, that's a classic one. It's, it's my Perennial. reoccurring annoyance <laughs> yeah. of, yeah, we've got that, enough That toilets. will never go away, but yeah. believe me, that will always be there. So. Well, there's that classic image, isn't there, of someone using a loo at a festival and they're just kind of one hand on the door, going on one side. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's a mess. That, that is almost too graphic for this podcast, but <laughs> I'll, I'll let you off. <laughs> I think it, I, yeah, I think it's kind of knowing, a lot of people really just come for the atmosphere and what they're going for, but I have a bit of a... Yeah, the lineup is a bit of a headache for me sometimes, isn't it? It's piecing it together. It's a bit of a puzzle. I'm glad. I'm glad to see you're having all the same <laughs> I- issues that we all have. Okay, cool. So thank you so much for um, coming in. T- tell the um, people listening what, where they can find out more about Truefields. What, what, what's the website address? Yeah, so the website is Truefields T R E W Fields dot com. Yeah, and what dates is it running this year? It's July the fifth. 6th and 7th well the talks and workshops are on the 6th and 7th and then we're opening the farm gates for a bit of a party on the Friday night party and a feast on Friday the 5th and so it's camping all weekend yeah camping yeah. on-site camping and people can buy tickets through the website yeah, yeah. exactly so there so. you go it's the UK's first holistic health and cancer awareness festival is that still your, your yeah your yeah I mean it is the world's first but we didn't want to be that bold originally but now it's yeah we will do well here we are we're shouting all right sophie thank you so much for coming in and um, thank you yes we will try and get down there and i think everyone listening should um definitely well, we, it's kind of like that restable vibe as well it's kind of come do some yoga meditation and you can just dip in and out of whatever you fancy and whatever takes your takes your calling no it sounds beautiful congratulations and thank uh, you yeah, keep, keep up with the good work thank you This is Rob DeBank's A to Z of Festivals. Subscribe now and please remember to rate.